Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Hey, Better Together with Maria Menunos fans. It's not Maria Menunos. It's Mr. Maria Menunos. <laughs> subbing in for my beautiful and talented wife and bring you Part two of our interview with quilt founder Ashley Summer and Brahim Ahusseini. Good job. Thank you. Kelsey Alexandra Meyer. He helped me with it. <laughs> uh, so excited for you guys to listen. These two, they're a great one two punch. Yeah, they are. Great one two punch. So, anybody who's um, interested in mental health, mm-hmm. um, business, yeah, I think finding your the earth, f- the earth. Finding meaning mm-hmm. in purpose in mm-hmm. life and in your work. Yeah. I think this is a very valuable interview. So valuable that even Pooja learned something. That's right. Pooja's really smart. It's tough for Pooja to learn. <laughs> you guys give me a lot of credit. <laughs> yes. I'm um, in, um, I'm, I'm, we're always learning. We're growing. always learning. All I, of us. Truth. That's truth. Okay, you guys, please, I hope you enjoy this uh, part two. Well, I'd love you to talk People. about that because I was kind of thinking about te- that as well. It's like growing up in Seattle. It's like, if you don't recycle correctly, you are fully shunned. And it's like, <laughs> honestly, it can be confusing. Well, There's Kelsey, like we seven learned, different things. Let's remind everyone. Yes. In Kevin's, our house in Connecticut, we recycle. I was trying to recycle. Excuse me. No, no. We recycle. <laughs> we recycle when we recycle. When what? We recycle. When we recycle. I was trying to recycle and then I was. <laughs> no, I you and Maria. Cans. No, no, it's not just you. Her and Maria. We're so I get into no, the no, no. pantry. <laughs> yeah. And okay, I'm down for the cause. I want to recycle. I want to be in with the click. I go into the pantry and like I overflowing bottles and cans. Because you have to bring stuff to the dump to recycle. So we hadn't done our dump trip yet. Got it. Flies? Got it. Smelling? Not oh, even no. like Not even oh, no. Wait, you weren't <laughs> there. What are you talking <laughs> about? And by the way, it all everything 
cleaning up the dog poop. It all falls on me. And we're out in the middle of nowhere. So okay. it's not like you can have a staff or whatever. Like I do. I'm f- and fine. Happy to do it. But as I said, in this house, we recycle. When we recycle. When we recycle. Okay. When get- we just leave garbage out, we are not what? Not recycling. We're not but, recycling. Okay. But getting back to recycling. So we just I remind everybody, like we recycle. When we recycle. When we recycle. I feel I like there is a lot of judgment around people who are not. It's like. I don't know. Oh my God, you're not doing anything for the earth. Oh my God, you're you're using plastic still. Oh my God. And I'm yeah, like so yeah, yeah. Or you throw, or I, Yeah, if you don't throw a bottle away right, in the right, right container. Right, right, right. And yeah. I would love plastic straws. Yeah, people freak Those out. Those are really good for and the like, environment. I've, I've heard. had to like teach myself. No, they help the turtles breathe when it goes, Kevin. right? Doesn't it? No. <laughs> what? I, that's what I heard. No, but oh, I've, I've had to help like my, or like curb my judgments when I'm like, oh, that person's carrying around like only plastic bottles, you know? Mm. So I would love you to speak on that and like maybe help us with some, I don't know, little switches or little things we can do that's like an easy everyday, I don't know, switch the bottle or switch this, like. Yeah, we like the little takeaways because, you know, gotta and hit, how we can be gotta less hit some singles. Good, you know what I mean? Space, mm-hmm. you know? But again, even that awareness gets clicked, mm-hmm. right? When you go, oh, you know mm. what I mean? Like you think in the, your head, like what this bottle is going to do. Mm. You plant that little seed in the back. By the way, littering in our country, you might not have been here. You you guys weren't born. When I tell you in the 70s, this was, it literally was just, a, a, the continent was, not the continent, but the country was just a dumpster. Mm. Like literally people would just be driving McDonald's bags out the window like oh it was nothing. It's horrifying. Cigarette butts, which I still do, but like just bottles and just always just like just driving along and like it was nothing. That's what everyone did, and you would see it. And then they came up with a big, giant campaign in the late 70s, which was uh, a Native American, who was actually an Italian, um, had the teardrop roll down his face. Mm. But that was the beginning of campaigning. And now you'd, you mm. would never think to go, like, to just throw something on the ground. Like, 99% of us, I would love to think, don't think to throw something right. just on the ground, you know? Right. So you can really get it through to people, but there's definitely a way to do it. So we love to hear any tips that help us, if you have any. And fun fact, there's going to be more plastic in the ocean than fish in 2050. So if we don't do something... So we can have... It can be like an aquarium where we can have sculptures and stuff for the fish to swim through? No? All right. I'm trying to make lemonade here. (laughs) No, but that's really scary. Mm -hmm. That's really scary. Um, So, you know, this this notion that uh, plastic... Um, is going to just exist in the oceans, um, first of all, is completely false because it comes so back to us. There's not going to be know, more than fish? We're eating... No, 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 no. It, there will, it, at this rate, for sure, it'll be more than fish. But if we don't do something about it, what's already happening is just going to happen more, which is we're breathing it now. We're breathing microplastics. We're yeah, eating microplastics. The These things are in placenta and I mean, all over the, it's a disaster. And, but so you asked a very important question. What can we do? Mm. You know, what is something simple that we can do? Eat less meat. Mm-hmm. You don't have to become a vegan. You don't have to become a vegetarian. Just eat less meat, you know, skip instead of eating meat, three meals a day, have meat, Two meals a day. If if Americans skipped one meat meal a week, our carbon footprint would plummet. Really? Just one. Just one. Wow. Yeah. Darn. It is not that big a deal to have a salad, <laughs> the 
or a sandwich that does not include meat or dairy one less time a week. That's how much the meat, the beef industry is actually producing in greenhouse gas emissions and toxifying our waterways and is completely cruel anyway to these beings. So we, we, that somehow that conversation has, uh, not kept up with the climate change conversation, but there is an ethical component to this as well that we need to consider. But setting that all aside, the easiest way that humanity can contribute is A, eating less beef, B, taking less airplane rides, C, please buy less things. Like, we I so know, don't right? need, no, like, when that, when that ad comes up on Instagram that literally listens to our conversation. So that's why when, as soon it's as... It's so scary. Yeah. As soon as you say whatever, Fiji, <laughs> yes, the next thing yes. you know, there's that pretty ad yeah. with the washboard stomach guy and the perfect bodied bikini like, model running on the beach, you know, <laughs> looking at, you know, so like selling you a vacation to mm. Fiji. The don't participate, yeah. you know, like you know, the, the tap out of this endless consumerism game. It's not going to give you what you want. Go connect with another human being, really connect with another human being. Go plant a rose garden somewhere in your neighborhood. You know, like these things are simple and they seem maybe not as satisfying, but truthfully for somebody who, has been on this journey and I respect if you need to go on this journey yourself to get to the other side, have at it. But for somebody who's been on this journey, I bought all the things I've done. Yeah, I did it. I, yeah, you know, I know. I know. Like yeah. I, it, there is, it is a never ending stream. It is a, you will never fill that bucket. You will never get there with buying more things. Mm. The only way you'll get there is by, allowing yourself to be completely open and vulnerable and accepted by others so you can shed the illusion that somehow you are not enough in the eyes of others and thus you have to make sure that your stories look perfect and everybody likes you and whatever it is you're contorting yourself to try to be accepted by the world and fundamentally that's the experience that I had in that first journey with Quilt is I didn't know these people. They didn't know me. They didn't know that I came from this investing background or this wealth background or this story. We were just about eight human beings sitting, having this meandering conversation. Nobody was peacocking. Nobody was downloading their resume. Mm-hmm. Nobody was dropping whatever they were dropping to somehow try to be liked and accepted based on the you know, cultural agreement that more is better. We were just human beings having a human conversation and it was a billion times more satisfying than buying whatever the latest Bodega, Bottega Veneta line of who knows what mm-hmm. yeah. happens yeah. to be. Mm. You know, the, the, the anti-smoking campaign, you know, the, since the 50s, they've dumped a lot of money into it. And it was around the 90s or I think the, the aughts, the 2000s, when they realized the best way um, to get younger people to not smoke was to relay to them how much the tobacco companies were manipulating them to smoke. So then the kids had a natural instinct to rebel against, mm, right. wait, you're, you're, oh, you're manipulating me? Well, screw you. You're not going to manipulate me. And I think with consumerism... 
um, one of the ways I think we can reach people is, you know, to know that you're being manipulated, you know, that your phone is listening to what you're saying, targeting you and just trying to get your money, get a sale. Um, and simultaneously keep that void open, like you said, Mm. right? So Band-Aid on that wound, but we'll open another one and then you got to buy another Band-Aid, so Mm. to speak. Yeah. And I think the more, like just me hearing that, the more that that gets me mad, mad enough that I'm like, like, no, I'm out. Yeah. I'm not going to like, yeah. Yeah. And God, even uh, times... Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content, and a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community, or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment, and we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. When I, so when I order at Amazon and I've gotten to that place, cause I'm just, I'm really busy. It's easy to just go, I say, click, click, click. And I even say that in our company. I mean, click, click, click and get us a new mixer. Click, click, click and just get like, mm-hmm. so everyone knew that meant go to Amazon. Um, when all those boxes come in and stuff like that, even if, can they be recycled in a the right way or is that damaging as well? All the bubble wrap and all the, mm-hmm. you know, do we recycle, do we know how to recycle that correctly or is it? So, cause I've heard mixed things on the recycling. Yeah. So recycling um, has generally been exaggerated in what actually ends up getting recycled mm-hmm. versus what goes into a landfill. Fortunately, there, we're now, as a civilization, we've reached a technological point where we can take plastic, paper, uh, any uh, biomass, whether it's cotton or, or food or, um, or garden clippings or whatnot, and keep it in what's called p- perpetual mo- molecular circularity. So the technology is there. And one of my funds actually is working day and night to make sure we roll it out as fast as possible because that's the first time we'll be able to mimic nature because in nature there is no waste the waste of one system is the food of another Mm. so we can finally get there where we have technologies that'll do that so it's going to take decades for it to replace the existing methods that we deal with our waste which is dig a hole in the ground and bury bury it it or put it in the ocean or Or put it on on a barge and send it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so all of that is super uh obviously archaic polluting, toxifying. We don't talk enough about the toxification uh, angle of our modern civilization. Because, you know, as you know, we're all, we sat and talked about everybody having to have a health scare to wake up. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we're the first generation that is exposed to chemicals that no other human generations for the last, you know, since the since never, like we've never been this exposed to toxicity. So we're all an experiment because 
we have corporations that are so powerful that they do not allow our governments to actually protect us from them because we have so much money pouring into politics that in order to actually win a seat in politics, you know, Dow and 3M and Monsanto have to pay your bills. And when it comes to whether or not their chemicals are allowed in our food, in our water, on our products, you know, government's going to not fight for our regulation because that means their seat in government. So this system is literally killing us. You know, this all has to expire from the human story. Like we all have to learn. Thankfully, you said these young people who grew up in the information age, they're exposed to all of this. So hopefully they're going to be voting better, not for these people who are, you know, uh, dinosaurs from the 21st century, from the 20th century, still operating in old paradigm ways, which are, you know, bending over uh, for corporations and for donations from these corporations and actually acting in the best interests of consumers, whole, raising the darn minimum wage, I mean, God. just even with the standard of living for do you, God's do you sake. Guys, I mean, it's, again, it's not politics, but Andrew Yang has a lot of interesting things to say. And, you know, he, his, he's a big proponent of universal basic income. And he has said, and, and I, I, I don't have any reason to not believe him. He's like, we have the money for this. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. We just mismanage it. We have mm-hmm. the money for it. Mm-hmm. And, um, we have to give up on the idea of like, okay, there's always going to be a group of people in society that doesn't work and takes advantage of the system. They're not going away. We've had them for, okay, so they're going to, fine, that small percentage is going to, you know, but for the rest of the decent people who, you know, are starving, don't have health care, you know, and we have the money. That's what frustrates me. Mm -hmm. We mismanage the money, Mm -hmm. but the system no matter how awakened this, the next voting generation is, it's the, we got to vote on the system, the lobbyists, right? All that stuff. The, the, these having a seat in the Senate for all these years, or the, you know what I mean? They are the house. Like, um, I mean, it's, wasn't just stopping the flow of money into politics will solve a big piece of this because yes. people, you know, then people will not be beholden to corporations and to the donor class that fund their campaign Mm. who own corporations. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with capitalism. It's unfettered capitalism that's the problem. It's money in in politics that's the problem. And, And we do. And listen, there is a legitimate thing that we don't talk about, which is sociopathy. 3% of the world's population, 75% of which are men, are sociopaths. That means that they only act in their best interest. What was that and stat? that's growing, Somebody though. That, that number's again? growing. But let's assume that Let's assume that it's steady, okay? I have no idea that it's growing or not. I'm it's, not it's a mental... Growing. Fine, yeah, yeah, fine. No, it's I'll growing. I'll take your word for it. Well, the narcissism, but, the level of narcissism in the... They, they are growing. We're I, growing them. Listen, yeah. I, know, understand, like, but, I agree with you on narcissism because platforms like Instagram... Mm-hmm. All, only get claps and clicks, and I don't know why I'm pointing to you. Just I'm mentioned like, that. I'm no, sorry. but Kelsey, do the peace. <laughs> show, yeah. show them the yeah. peace sign, Kelsey. The peace. soft smile. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's that's like Instagram. But, yeah, but that's what society is rewarding now. It's residing. Yes. It's it's rewarding. Place, you know, uh, presenting a fake version of ourselves mm. that's perpetually happy, perpetually risk, perpetually having fun, perpetually not working, perpetually Buying something new and shiny and this and yeah. yeah. And that's not, first of all, yeah. that's not true. Go back to the sociopathy. That, yeah, so sociopathy. Is, so you want to have three percent of the population that is literally unable to feel empathy. The actions that they take are going to be in their horrifying. best interest 
only. That means they don't care. They, it's not. I'm not judging them. They literally cannot care about you. Yeah, you right. There's, there's we, been a disconnect somewhere yeah. along their path. Yes. Right. Before wow. we started this interview today, you mentioned how much you take care of animals. You know, you have an right. ocean of empathy that allows your whole household to be full of animals that you brought in and took care of. You have, you know, that is part of human connection. That's why you make choices from a place that takes into account more than just you. But really smart sociopaths fill our government and our C-suite of corporations, God. and they do not care, care about you and I, not because they are evil, because they literally don't ha- care. It yeah. just is what they, it is. It's what it is. So, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And I, yeah. And uh, I don't know, they're coming off the assembly line <laughs> faster and faster. And, and it's unfortunately growing into the women too. Mm. I see it. Um, I've seen a lot of it in Hollywood because mm-hmm. think about what a, like as much as um, finance attracts that mm-hmm. Hollywood attracts you know, yeah. more it's of survival. it, you know, it's, a, it's survivalism. I mean, it's so many more things. Um, and there's obviously different variety and ranges of people that are struggling with, uh, this, these types of mental illness. But, you know, when you're breeding an environment of survival for so long, you don't think about anyone but yourself because everything is just like, I have to survive mm-hmm. me and the, just these people have to survive. It's yeah. a very, you know, uh, toxic and competitive environment that, this idea that we don't believe that all of us can succeed together, Sad. rise together. We also have to def- redefine what success is. Yeah, that's a that's you my know, wife's big thing. Yeah. I mean, it's like the success has to be different than what the media and the 20th century version of it is portrayed to people because we, we can't, we have such precious limited time on this planet and we can't all spend it's it just a trying to do lifetimes of the rich and famous and whatever and no matter you know, ma- you know kardashians and, and, and whatever and, else. guys and no matter how much we see you know super wealthy people kill themselves or how unhappy they are on tv the reality yeah. shows if, if for whatever reason it doesn't resonate we still think yeah but that won't be me when i have my money it'll be and um i know yeah it's it's you, you, you've got to redefine what success is like, mm. you know, and I think of so, the comedians, even we've lost this year. I can't tell you how many mm. comic friends and filmmakers, you know, that I work with that. I just like, you think it matters now to Gilbert Godfrey or to uh, yeah. Bob Saget. You know, what, what does it matter now? It's over. When you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. Yeah. So, you know, you, what, what value 
are you adding and what fills your cup and mm. makes, you know, but all that other, those pursuits. Maybe, you know? maybe, maybe the answer is maybe, maybe a 21st century paradigm that we can start injecting into the zeitgeist is instead of chasing money, chase meaning. Oh, I love that. Instead of chasing money, chase meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to keep Raheem on the team, Ash. Let's <laughs> yeah, get yeah. this guy on that squad. We're going to make t-shirts. I just thought he was a I checkbook. Like <laughs> I no, love no, that. He's, no, no. he's dropping I'm a checkbook, gems. too. Yeah, he's a checkbook, too. <laughs> For the right things. If, you have the right, if your venture has the right meaning and contributes to a future we all want and we mm-hmm. all get to win in, yeah. I'm a checkbook for that. Okay, so Kelsey has some ideas. <laughs> Kelsey's I have a restaurant. Lot of ideas. Drop an egg on it. Put an egg on Put it. Put an egg on it. Okay. <laughs> and we're gonna and what else? We're gonna teach screenwriting to, to prisoners. Prisoners. Mm. What was we, the other one? We have a pizza place Which called is, Kevin Kelsey's Pizza featuring stop Pooja. About featuring food, Pooja. So, <laughs> so we have the pizza Pooja. place to invest in. What um, else? Well, I'm modeling for Andrew's company. You're gonna model for five star jeans. Uh-huh. Um, a lot. We got a lot. Anyway, Travel we'll talk offline. Yeah. Backpacking. We'll yeah, talk. And it's all very meaningful. What I get myself into here. Super meaningful. I just saw a spinoff show of like a healthier version of Shark Tank. Yeah. Oh, it's me, Kelsey. Years ago, you know, I took a show called. It was called Dolphin Dolphin Bowl. I'm into that. And it was the opposite. Yep. It wasn't trying really? to. Yeah. And it was about a people like you guys. It was, and I had a good group of people who were like, no, I've made all my money in the world. I Now I want to figure Wait, a way to get back to Did you end up doing anything with that? No. Because I thought I heard about no, a Dolphin Bowl. It was bowl. just like, oh, you, no, get out of here. No, because it was, well, because it was, again, I will say this about myself. I had the first TV after show before there was a Talking Dead. Mm-hmm. When everyone's like, "What's an after show? What is this?" Mm-hmm. And, and it's an after show network of two hundred shows a week. You're, I don't even know what you mean. Get out of my office. Right. So I just went and did it myself. But even then, the world wasn't ready. It was mm-hmm. probably twelve years ago that mm-hmm. I took it out. It was right around. I saw Shark Tank and I, I watched it and I was educated, but also horrified. Horrified because I just see like these people with such big heart. Like, people come in with their product. I've worked my whole life and it means so much to me. And you have these ghouls salivating. Yeah. Mm. Some more than others. Um, sociopaths. You're right. Well, and now, but you know, it's funny about a, a good sociopath is they can adapt. So I'm finding they all like adapt. the so, so good, right? The sociopaths who now are quote woke, yeah, and they're on the other side of it and playing all the right. You saying all the right things, they're doing do, the same thing, and it's like, oh my god! But you oh. know what I say? Like, if we're stuck with them, then better at least they behave and and <laughs> if, 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 you know, give back better and you know if they if it's whatever it is, Oof. it's like, but. I digress, mm. but, but yeah, no, we, I, I, I love, I think there's a lot of people out there that like, like Ibrahim who want mm. to invest in good things. And I feel mm. like, but going back to yeah, meaning over money, I really love that. And I always remind people I've been, I've been on, um, I've been with people, many people on their deathbeds. And I always say it's mm. been both a curse, but also a blessing. But the one thing when the last moments of their lives, the one thing that all of them had in common was they would reflect back on the people they helped, the difference they made, the lives they changed. It's never like, you know, and I made this much and I made that much. And by the way, I'm talking about this, some of them that were actually super wealthy, but it was just like, you know, remember that time this guy was really down in his luck and the family came to me, the son got into gambling and it was a $50,000. And I said, okay, we're going to meet, we're going to figure it out. And you know, he's so excited to tell me that story. You know, my dad, like, it's like, hey, you know, as a fireman, I know I saved at least 17 different lives over my 30-year career, but it's always that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that's, at the end of the day, 
that's what it's going to be. That's what I've seen it be about. Mm -hmm. And we have to remember that, you know, and I love that meaning over money. Like what meaning, you know, Mm -hmm. what meaning am I contributing? Yeah. And in so many different ways, by the way, like I, I, I will tell you at the coffee shop I go to, no matter how I'm feeling, they always make me feel good. The mm-hmm. barista's there. No, and I say that they're serving too. Oh, yeah. And for the people like us, like if you, and again, I always say if you have the means, like don't be afraid to always tip them. Mm. Um, but but we all serve in, we can all serve in different ways. You don't have to build yeah. a quilt and you don't have to clean up the ocean. There's just ways we can all mm-hmm. be of service. Mm-hmm. You know, and some of the people that don't have the means and I I so admire, you know, that don't have, but they're finding a way, Mm -hmm. whether it's through volunteerism or kindness, saving animals, or by the Mm -hmm. way, just raising their kids in a great and evolved way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I said, Ash, being kind. Being kind. Yep. You know, I always say too, it's like, it's Mm. kind. I know kind and nice gets a bad rap Mm. because sometimes, you know, being nice, it's like, no, you're being a pushover. I just say like, just be decent. Mm. How about that, Dr. Mm. Phil? Cash me outside. Just be decent. Just be decent. Just don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. I, I have a poster okay, in my I'm room. Sorry. Am I going to get in trouble because it's better together? But I will, I will tell you how many times. To- I love that you said I that, Ashley. That. I love that you said that because you know something? Yeah. I can't tell you how many times that, you know, I have a friend who's my brother, but his his dad is, you know, he's insufferable. Mm-hmm. And again, probably lots of traumas in his own life. And I know my wife has family members, same thing, just insufferable. Mm-hmm. And, and I've seen them bang their heads against the wall saying, how could they say this? How could they do that? I can't, and you know, I don't I, like it, the, the, their parents were so nice. They grew up with money. They have all these grandchildren who love them. I, and, I, and, I, and I said, listen, breathe. Sometimes at the end of the day, He's just a dick. <laughs> the per- that's it. Just leave it at that. Yeah. Just a dick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And for a girl, I guess it'd be just a D-bag. Just a DB. You know, just a, a D-bag. <laughs> but the bottom line is, I can speak, I can't say about the women because I'm not a woman. I say about the guys. At the end of the day, sometimes. Just a dick. Yeah. Not evil. Not a bad, you know, not a, just, just a dick. Yeah. Just really, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day. Just a dick. And you know what? I, I, if I have to work for that person, I always advise, make it temporary, dig your escape tunnel. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like try, choose to try to get away from them. Or if you have to be around them, you can just know, oh, I get it now. He's just a dick. Yeah. Just a dick. Don't take it personally. Yeah. Re- yeah. Right. It's not personal. It's not personal. No. <laughs> What a beautiful way to Ray's end. Gonna kill <laughs> I'm, like, I'm over here like, mm-hmm, she won't kill you. I do have a poster in my room that says, don't be a dick, Buddha. <laughs> did Buddha say that? Yeah, I think so. He probably did in his own way. In my room, he does. See, then we are awakened. <laughs> See? That reminds me of that Abraham Lincoln meme that says, not everything you read on the internet is true. <laughs> oh my God, funny. He probably did say that. <laughs> he probably did. Oh my goodness, you guys, we could talk forever. I know. I hope this was uh, helpful. Um, hope you had a few laughs. Hey, listen, no, but if, if listen, I, I will say to everybody, we all have those moments. We're just down and out. We're down in the dumps. Yeah. And we didn't even get into how food plays into this. Mm-hmm. I know That's it's really done a number of my emotions, to be honest. I just recently mm-hmm. realized and did a lot of cleaning up my diet and it's helping tremendously. But um, it's really nice to know you can download the app Quilt and you can go there. 
and be with like-minded people um, mm. in those kind, different areas. The kind corner of the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a safe space too. It's so, it's just, it's so great. It's mm-hmm. so great. Mm, thank you. Girls. It really is. Thank you. And yeah. I love, there's no judging. It's like, there's no video. There's, and you just go and it's safe and it's. You can be in the bath. Yeah, you can be on it a doesn't hike. matter. You can just quilt from yeah. anywhere. And <laughs> I think. Plane. Right. And everyone has this understanding that it's like, no, we're all just here to support one another. It's really yeah. cool. It's really special. Yeah. And I think we have to keep finding ways in which to um, heal on a dime or less. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people yeah. don't have that 250 yeah. or 300 a week for, uh, you know, for therapy. And. um yeah. You know, it's interesting. I want to say this before we go to, you know, with what I find interesting about your therapy too, Ashley, I, I think what was also good about it was that it ended up helping you with success in business too, to a degree, right? Wouldn't you say? I mean, I, um, I think in so many ways, probably my most um, profound way, if we got, you know, somebody on my team, like a, a Zoe or a, a Piera or a Holly from my team, um, I... I'm a compassionate leader. Mm. Like mm. I even working remotely, like I, I, I work from a place of emotional intelligence first. Like we have a goal, we have metrics, we have numbers. I think you have to though. I, I'm glad you care. do naturally, yeah. but you have to. I always try to tell business people today. I think you have to, I don't think, you, you know, the, the new generation is just not wired any other way. And that's just how it is. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. To We're, do business that way anyway. But I think if you want to be successful in the long run, you have to. I think it's a short term gain today to not manage that way. I mean, no one no one I know um today is looking for work life balance. People are work, looking for work life integration. Ooh. And in oh, order- wait, you guys just keep dropping Ooh. these things. What That's wait, what? Thing. Slow down. <laughs> so I, didn't, true, I didn't make that though. up. <laughs> I have a little kid in the booth here. Fuji, mm-hmm. work life integration. Have you heard that one? Your generation? No, but I like it. All right, let's get the TikTok going. Mm. All right, (laughs) work-life integration. Can you speak to this before we go? All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days, and I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor, and it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios, and then I got addicted, and now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished, I don't even need to do anything else. It 
is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with way. Go to the way T H E O U A I.com and enter the promo code heel squad for 15% off any product. That's the way T H E O U A I.com promo code heel squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I mean, if, if we get to do something from a place of meaning, if the work that we're doing feels purposeful and fun, right? Like your wife is going after now. Yeah. Um, we can integrate, right? Like we can have relationships with the people we're working for. Um, they can be our friends. Like it's, it's not about this is who I am from nine to five. And then this is, and I do that just to be this person on this oh. side. Like we are in, we are integrated. I'm so beings. glad you're saying well, this. It's, if you think about how funny it is, even the language, there's work and there's life. It's right. like, it's mm. almost like you go to work and then now you're done with that piece. Now you have you to, go you can begin life. Yeah, that's so sad. of course it makes sense. Work-life integration. We only have so much time on this planet. We can't have whatever it is, eight hours a day of every day plus commuting time be not, not life. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. It's such a good point. Work-life integration. Yeah. 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 I think that's important because the whole work-life balance thing is, um, I think it's, I think it has not helped people to be thinking of that. We, we've, Maria, when she's mentoring younger women in the business, she, you know, she's like, okay, stop with the work-life balance. Like, stop, you just put more pressure on yourself. Like, I have to have work-life balance yeah. when, like, you know, your, your work, if it's meaningful, mm-hmm. is part of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is it? I think it was Freud who said, um, there's work and there's love. What else is there? You know, that was his thing, you know. Mm. Um, but again, if you're doing the meaningful yeah. stuff. Well, and like, you know. I have had many side hustles, you know. Like, I, I've, I've, I've had a lot of random jobs. <laughs> so, so many. But that got you here. But that got you here. But that got you here. And the thing is, I feel like in our culture, we want to, like, let's say that was your boot camp. Mm-hmm. And that's even with your mom, mm-hmm. to a degree, was your pre-boot camp. Mm-hmm. But we unfortunately want to erase that. And our the parents of this generation have done that. Yeah. They want to erase that and just, okay, I'm 21 and I'm going to do Theranos. Or I'm mm. going to, you know, do, like we're seeing all these shows. But we're so seeing insane. all of these shows with this one resonating theme yes. of, no, I don't need to go in a garage for 20 years like Steve Jobs. Yeah. I can do it in now. six months. Mm-hmm. And... um and you've got, so I always say to people like you, you, the side hustles, it's okay. when you're young, like, yeah, you, you have, you got to eat some, kiss some frogs to get to your prince or you yeah. eat some frogs or yeah. Ben Franklin's yeah. quote, but you've got to do that stuff to get there. And I always like say to people, like, if I knew an easy way, like, don't you think I would tell you, but also like, if you know an easy way, yeah. tell me so yeah. I can help other people. Yeah. I don't know an easy way. Yeah. It's always challenging. Always going to be obstacles and you yeah. are going to have to. Yeah. Dedicate yourself and do the side hustles yeah. and do the, you know, those kind of jobs to get ultimately where you want to be. I mean, I, I say that because like I'm sitting in a place where the luxury of having work-life integration, but because I'm, you know, I am not an overnight success. I've been working my butt off for, you know, 13 years uh, and all of those side hustles and all of those random jobs and all of those horrible bosses and all of those really fun nights and overworking and all of those things like led me to this place of being able to be right. here now. So I, I say it because if anybody here is is listening, there's also no shame in having a plan to get there. Mm. No, that well, I think that's the yeah. idea is yeah. like, okay, so you put put on a whiteboard work-life yeah. integration. Yeah. 
And where do I end up? If it's quilt or I want to have my own, okay, great. So yeah. that's the, the long-term goal. And then, okay, now what are we doing in the short term? To get there. To get, to get there. there. And it exactly. might be the side hustles and it might be... Yeah. Um, There's so many things. There's so many avenues that you can But take. again, it's that pause. Yeah. And then slow that down awareness, to speed up. Right? And you slow down and you can like take that 100-foot view and you can look at the... You can get with that whiteboard and you can get with like-minded friends yeah. to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Can I add one? Yeah, please. Uh, no. Clarifying comment Go. to uh, the meaning piece is, you know, how does one have meaning in the work that they do? When you're exploring your career, just ask yourself, is this, is, is this job going to feel like a contribution? Mm. Mm. You know, and if the answer is yes, then you are not just exchanging your precious time for money, you're actually making a difference and that'll feel fulfilling and you'll feel not disconnected from the whole. You'll feel like you're part of the whole because you're actually contributing to the whole, not being a burden on the whole because you're not just taking from it to take care of you at the expense of your life and the expense of society. You really are making a contribution and what a fulfilling way to live. It's amazing. Mm. And by the way, now that might be, Again, the long-term goal, because I understand if you're in a job that you're, you don't feel you're contributing, but you are making money to keep a roof over your head. I get that. As long as you can dig that escape tunnel, the long-term plan, I hope for you. But even if you, let's just say you're working as a, listen, I'm empathetic to, listen, I have people who just took, someone, a celebrity, just took a giant deal they shouldn't have. Mm. But how do you walk away from those no, many, many millions? Okay, so mm-hmm. you don't have to bring out the violin. Yeah, they're fine. Oh, they're, <laughs> they're fine. But, you know, when most of us grew up poor mm. or, you know, family members have struggled, and I know a lot of Jewish friends, I, I think the Holocaust really has done a number mm. on them, mm. just fear of like, I'll never be safe. I'll never have enough. And so when you have all these dollar signs roll in front of you, you almost like have to say yes, you feel like that. Mm. And then there's consequences. So I'll say that if you're in situations like that, one, you can be contributing outside of mm-hmm. that. You mm-hmm. can take your means and say, oh, you know what? I have enough room to foster an animal or whatever it is it's mm-hmm. going to be. Or I challenge you to say, how can you contribute at that job? Yeah. Right? Like yeah. there could be coworkers there that might need mentoring, coaching, mm-hmm. but it could be the customers who come in. Like I said, you know, you can turn someone's day around so fast and you can find ways. Okay, how can I contribute? And then I think you'll, you for you, not for the rest of the world. Yes, that's great. But I think then your cup gets filled mm-hmm. and you feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yep. And, and there's a meta version of that where when you're looking at two, two job prospects and one of them is, even if it's one of them is a barista in a local uh, mom shop. and pop sh- coffee mm-hmm. shop in you know that you can make people's day just by making yeah. them a delicious cup of coffee and looking them in the eye and smiling at them. And the other one is making more money working at a payday loan business that is keeping poor people in perpetual poverty. <laughs> oh my God. Say no. Walk away. Mm. Like, and again, go get paid less for be, for making. But let's motivate day. them to do that. And here's how that the dark energy in those places will suck your soul mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, over time, no matter what. And when you find yourself smoking or just, you know, like doing drugs or drinking a lot of it, it's those yeah. kind of jobs. Yeah. 
in the short, you know, that and there's even worse things that come out of it. But yeah, know that it, yeah, those that dark energy around those places, man, it's real. If we don't do good, if we don't feel good, we don't do good. Mm. I, like I keep, I, it's so simple and it's so cliched, but it's so true. Like if we don't, you know, if we don't feel good in our environments with the people that we're working with, like if we are in any form of toxicity, it is really hard to like pull yourself out, like and create a new reality to be in and start doing good. But like all of these people that can make a little bit of a shift for themselves then have an impact on someone else. So. Lots of gems, guys. Mm. I learned a lot today and I really appreciate it. I'm mm. so grateful to you guys. I'm grateful we have you guys on the planet. We're going to clean up the ocean. We're going to open Kelsey's yeah. pizza place featuring Pooja. Egg and, place first. Thank oh, you. oh, drop an egg on it. Yep. Okay. But no. <laughs> and But guys, quilt, quilt, quilt. Quilt. Download quilt. this app. And um, yeah, I, mean, I know we're going to stay in touch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm really excited. What's ahead for you guys? Thank really you. am. It's really nice. Really nice to see. So nice to be in this space and not doing this on Zoom. I know. Yay. Let's celebrate that. Do you know what's... So exciting. Again, like I always get these things that download in my brain. And normally I share it off here, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you there already have this, but I I would love to see quilt business. Mm. And I think oh, you two together... Mm. Because one of the hangups I see for good people Mm. who um, don't succeed in business is because they don't think, first they don't have the confidence or their shame issues, but then sometimes they have this belief that you can't be a good person Mm. and make money. Mm. Um, You can't be, you know, socially aware and make money. And I think people like you, Mm. could teach them how they can be conscious capitalists or, or unfettered capitalists, how they can get over no, those. We don't want to teach them how shame. to be unfettered capitalists. Right. We want to make them <laughs> right. We, what is right. it? It's right. We want to be, we want them to be conscious capitalists, conscious capitalists yeah. and away from being unfettered capitalists. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Um, (laughs) And I think, uh, I think because right now they're going there and for the mental health aspect, but I think that there is, um, there's a vertical there for, a lot of them because I think what they're going to find is, hey, I love this community, but my job at the day loan company, I don't have this. Yeah. Mm. So, and I, and where entrepreneurialism is now yeah. at a peak, like you yeah. said, no one wants to put up with this anymore. Yeah. Everyone wants to do their own yeah. business from home, whatever. Yeah. I feel like quilt business, I think we have to show people 
how to be what it looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Help them the confidence, get over the shame. I think that's give them beautiful. great ideas. Mm-hmm. Teach them that to how to attach meaning mm-hmm. to it, right? Like mm. to purpose. I love this. All of it. How and you know, a lot of people too, it's like what I'll start out when I talk to them, I'll say, for people who feel lost, I'll say, okay, what, what just what fills your cup? What makes you happy? What brings you joy? Let it that's the thing, like no work, no, no, stop, stop. I didn't say work. What just tell me, is it, yeah. you know, is it going to the lake? Is it, uh, is it coloring? Is it okay? Fine. If it's video games, fine. Just tell me the truth. And then, then phase two is okay. So what's the vocation that we can put around this? Right. There's yep. always something. I even tell like a lot of athletes that are college athletes, let's say, and they love it, but they're not going to make the pros. I'm like, um, hello, there's sports is such an industry. There's PR, there's marketing, sports, there's broadcast sports, there's management for talent. And when I tell you, if just to bring it back to sports, any of the professional teams I've been around and the behind the scenes people, when I tell you the joy, Mm -hmm. everyone's all in and Mm -hmm. so excited about the team, whether they're winning or losing. And, you know, but I always say there's a way to apply the things you love to a vocation. Yeah. It might not be easy, but quilt business can do this. Mm-hmm. And then give them those tools they need to kind of maybe survive the side hustle to get there. Yeah. Or all the failures. Yeah. Right? The I always say like the 999 iPhone prototypes that yeah. we don't hear about yeah. <laughs> to yeah. get to the one that works, yeah. right? So all the fails yeah. you've had, and I'm sure you, you and your family have had, right, Brahim? Like, I know I've had <laughs> too many of them, but, you know, yeah, yeah. I like that. Quilt business. I like So, it. Kelsey, now you're going to have to run quilt business on top Done. of everything else. Done. You would love that, right? Oh, I'd love that. That yeah. would be fun. Yeah. I'm in. I'll help you with that. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, you got me. You got me. I'm in. I mean, I love you it. were thinking about dolphin bowl and that's basically <laughs> what a quilt is. So yeah. we should just do this. Well, by the way, it would be just, think about it. It'd be just as educational. Yeah. If you did, like if the shark tank was, you were just rooting for those people, it would be just as educational, just as fun, just as formative. And by the way, like, so good. listen, if it's a business fun. idea is going to, isn't going to work, the dolphins still need to say like, no, the I, it doesn't work. I'm yeah. not, I can't, Yeah. I'm only going to perpetuate your madness by investing in this. So it's not like it would be, right. it's just not that, how do we really yeah. take advantage of this yeah. person? Yeah. You know, I had another CEO friend that I really loved um, his whole thing adage, which I now have adapted. He's always like in deal making, he's like win together or part friends. Mm. And I love that, mm. you know, like the, again, 20th century is like, if I don't kill the other side in a deal, <laughs> I, I didn't win the deal. Right. And I'm, there's so many old guard people now that I'm like, I will even say to like our reps, like, I'm not even, nego- I'm not negotiating yeah. with them. I'm not, this is what I need. I'm not playing the game of I'm asking for 10 to settle at five. This is what I need. Yeah. If you give me great, if not, no, I'm out. I'm not doing it, mm-hmm. you know, because I know the thing is like, they have to kill you or they don't win. Mm-hmm. But what I'm finding is the younger generations now that are coming into executive roles, so much different. Yep. What can we do to make, you know, like, no, no, we want to make this work. We want to be able to give back to you. And it's, you know, it's like, wait, why, where have you been? Because all yeah. I want to do is serve you yeah. and your side and provide and bring value. But I'm seeing that with the younger generation, yeah. you know, which is nice. Gosh, at Quilt, we have wellness days. We have preventative care wellness days so people don't get so sick and wow. burnt out. Yeah, you that. need that. So Yeah, no, you're, no, you're, you do. I'm, everything you're saying, I'm like, yes. You need <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, I'm always trying to find ways here. 
these guys work real super hard. So I'm always whatever we can always do to like, oh, let's just make it a little easier. Mm-hmm. Or fun. But you need or fun. Fun is the main yeah. thing. Always be fun. Always and fun. fun. And always and laughing, fun. always yes. scamming. Yeah, I can tell you, you all have no fun. No fun. There's Kevin no fun being had here. <laughs> I guess I don't know how to not have fun. Same. That's such a good quality. You know, but I also think when you work, I worked like I was in the carny business for years through college and after college to finance my way out here, mm-hmm. you know, non-union construction for mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. And so my dad was a ditch digger, grandfather ditch digger, great grandfather ditch digger. I mean, like, so I know what real work is. Mm-hmm. No offense. This is ours. But to me, it's never felt like work. Yeah. It's such a privilege yeah. to sit with you guys. You know, I always say proximity in business is everything. Tony Robbins, but to me, proximity and anticipation in business, but proximity. Mm-hmm. I always say to people, when you can get around, like I would say to Kelsey and Pooja, like, guys, I know like it's hard and you work hard, but like the exposure you're mm-hmm. getting to these people, the connections you're making, the information they're sharing with you, you'll see when mm-hmm. you're 30, 40, 50, you're going to go, wow, you know, like what a blessing. Cause I know that's how I feel. Totally. So thank you guys for coming today. Mm-hmm. I'm, really glad I, I'm glad, glad, really glad I got to do the show. Me too. Lots of gems. Lots of gems. Okay. What does Maria say to end this show? Um, She says, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Heal Squad. We have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.